Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. It is always a joy to come into your homes. We love you and believe in you're going to have a blessed year. If you're ever in this area, I hope you'll come out. These are the finest people in all of Houston, Texas, right here. Come out and be a part of one of our services. We'll make you feel right at home. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming out. I like to start with something funny each week. And I heard about these three sons. They left home, went out and prospered. And they got back together to discuss the gifts that they gave their elderly mother. The first said, I built mother a big house. The second said, I got her a fancy car. The third said, since I know mother loves to read the Bible, but she can barely see now, I got her a specially trained parrot that can quote the entire Bible. In a few days, they got a letter from their mom, said, Milton, the house you built me was way too big. Gerald, the car you bought me was way too small. But my dearest Donald, your simple gift was my favorite. The chicken was delicious. <laughs> All right, hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about believing for a supernatural year. So often we get limited in our thinking. We don't think we'll ever accomplish our dreams. We don't have the talent, the connections, the funds. We don't think a marriage could ever be restored. There's too much water under the bridge. Or maybe we don't think we'll ever get out of debt. We're so far down in the hole. But the problem is we're just looking at it in the natural We're looking at it from a limited perspective. We have to realize God is a supernatural God. And just because we don't see a way doesn't mean that God doesn't have a way. Well, you say, Joel, if I make this same income the rest of my life, I won't get out of debt until I'm 122 years old. Yes, but you're ruling out supernatural increase. God can bring one opportunity across your path that will thrust you to a new level. He has explosive blessings that can blast you out of debt and into abundance. Well, I don't think I'll ever get well. You should see what the medical report says about me. No, that may be true according to medical science, but we have another report and it says you will live and not die. God is restoring health unto you. The question is, whose report will you believe? With men, it may be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And some of you today, you're planning on having an average year, but God's already lined up an extraordinary year. You're planning on getting by, but God's planning on abundance. He's planning on overflow. You're thinking, if I can just survive, but God is saying, it's time to thrive. You got to get in agreement with God. God has supernatural favor in store for every one of you. He has supernatural opportunities, supernatural healing, supernatural restoration. God wants to do unusual things in your life. You need to have an expectancy down in here, an excitement in your spirit. 
This is not going to be an average year. It's not going to be a mediocre year. It's going to be a supernatural year, a year where you see dreams come to pass, a year where you discover talent that you didn't even know you had, a year where you get stronger and healthier. It's going to be a year where we look back and say, wow, God outdid himself this year. When you hear this truth, when God tries to plant a new seed, a promise in your heart, three words you need to respond with. Don't complicate it. Don't try to figure out all the reasons why it's not going to happen for you. No, just three simple words. Lord, I believe. You may be sick, but God says you're going to be well. Lord, I believe. You may be in debt, but God says you're coming out. You're coming into overflow. You're going to lend and not borrow. Lord, I believe. The economy may be down, but God says you're going to see supernatural increase, supernatural promotion, explosive blessings. Well, Joel, I think you've got the wrong message. I don't see how I could be blessed this year. No, zip that up. Get in agreement with God. Let the seed take root. God is saying this is your year for far and beyond favor. This is your year to see the fulfillment of your dreams. It's your year for supernatural opportunities. You may not see how it could happen, but that's okay. God has a thousand different ways to bring your dreams to pass. We think natural, God thinks supernatural. The medical report may not look good, but understand God is not limited by the laws of medicine. His power supersedes natural laws. In fact, one time in the Old Testament, God simply multiplied the sound of four men's footsteps and caused them to sound like a mighty army. When their enemies heard it, they took off running. Thousands of people, thousands of troops running for their lives, scared to death, thinking they were being attacked by a massive army when in fact it was just four people. Friends, God can make you seem bigger than you really are. He can make you look more powerful. He knows how to multiply your influence, multiply your strength, multiply your talent, multiply your income. You don't have to figure all this out. All you have to do is believe. And if you will release your faith for a supernatural year, that means you get up each day expecting God's far and beyond favor, then you're going to see God show up and do amazing things in your life. I heard about this lady. Her church was in a building program. One Sunday, the pastor announced how it was going to cost $2 million to finish the project. He was encouraging the congregation, just challenging them to do their best. And in passing, he said, if God were to give you the funds to pay off this project, how many of you would do it? In other words, there's no pressure. You can't give if you don't have it. But if God were to supernaturally provide would you make a commitment to give? This lady raised her hand. Well, several days later, she got a call from a friend. This friend had just won a major settlement in a legal matter. The friend said, I just feel like I'm supposed to give you $2 million. The lady was so excited. She was overjoyed. She said, you are an answer to prayer. I know exactly what I'm going to do with those funds. I'm going to give it to my church to help finish that project. A few days later, the same friend called back. She said, you know, I really feel like I'm supposed to give you $2 million. So if you're going to give those funds away, then I'm going to give you an additional $2 million for yourself. A few weeks later, 
The attorneys of this lady that won the huge settlement, they called her, said, we got good news. The judge just ruled again in our favor. The other side has to pay penalties and interest. That means you're going to receive an additional $4 million than we originally told you. That's far and beyond favor. That's God outdoing himself. When it was all said and done, the friend got blessed, the church got paid off, and the lady was not out one single penny. But notice, it all started when this lady dared to believe for supernatural increase. When the pastor said, if God gave it to you, will you give it? She could have thought, oh, I don't need to raise my hand. I never get any good breaks. That'll never happen for me. No, she was bold. As an act of faith, she said, Lord, I believe. She was saying, in effect, I believe in supernatural increase. I know my job is not my source. God is my source. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider. He owns it all. When you put your faith out there like that, that's what allows God to show up and do amazing things in your lives. I remember growing up, my mother always wanted a swimming pool. She was constantly talking to my father about it. But my dad was totally against having a pool. He said, Dodie, they're too expensive and too much upkeep. And we don't have the time nor the money. I'll get you something else, but not a swimming pool. Well, he might as well have been talking to a tree. <laughs> that no more phased my mother. She would go around the house saying, one day we're going to have a pool. It is going to be so fun. I can't wait to get out there in the water. My dad would look at her like, woman, what are you talking about? We are not going to get a swimming pool. But month after month, even year after year, my mother would go around just thanking God for his goodness, thanking God that he was lining up the right people, the right opportunities. She was believing for it. My dad was believing against it. But down in her heart, she had a confidence, a knowing that one day she would have that pool. And every several weeks, she would ask my father about it. John, have you thought any more about our swimming pool? He would say, Dodie, I don't have to think anymore. I've told you a thousand times, we are not getting a swimming pool in one ear and out the other. One day, my father saw my mother out in the backyard with a tape measure, marking things off. He went out and said, Dodie, what are you doing? She said, I'm just getting an idea where we're going to put our new swimming pool. <laughs> he thought this woman will not give up. About six months later, a couple showed up at church. They were from another state. After the service, they asked to speak to my parents. The man said, we build swimming pools. We own a large company and we flew all this way just to see if we could give you a swimming pool. My dad nearly passed out. <clears throat> My mother took him by the arm and said, we need to talk. <laughs> Needless to say, several months later, we had a beautiful swimming pool in the ground right where my mother had laid it out. I'll never forget the first time that we ever swam in it. Us kids, we were so excited. We ran and jumped in. My mother got in. A few minutes, here came my father in his swim trunks. His legs were so white, they looked like the glory of God. He couldn't wait to jump in, so excited. My mother looked at him and said, John, don't even think about getting in my swimming pool. <laughs> what was that? Supernatural favor. God said, if you will delight yourself in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. That means if you'll keep God first place, 
If you'll honor him with your life, he'll cause people to want to be good to you. He'll cause you to be at the right place at the right time. His blessings will chase you down and overtake you. Why don't you take the limits off of God? Why don't you get out of your box and say, God, I'm ready for some of these explosive blessings. I'm ready for your far and beyond favor. David said, I have pitched my tent in the land of hope. Let me ask you, where have you pitched your tent? What are you expecting this year? What are you believing for? Well, Joel, that would never happen for me. I never get any good breaks. I'll never get promoted. I've reached my limits. I'll never sell my house. You know what the market's like, Joel. I'll probably never get well. No, the problem is you've got your tent in the wrong neighborhood. You need to pull up your stakes, pack up your belongings, and come over to the land of more than enough, the land of explosive blessings, the land of supernatural health. God is longing to be good to you, but you've got to get your thoughts going in the right direction. None of this will happen if we don't believe. This is exactly what Sarah did. God promised her that she was going to have a child. At first, she didn't believe it. She thought she was too old. I love what God said to her there in Genesis 18, 14. He said, Sarah, is there anything too hard for the Lord? God is saying that to each one of us. Is there anything too hard for me? Do you think your dreams are too big for God to bring to pass? Do you think that relationship is too far gone for God to restore? Do you think you just have to live with that sickness the rest of your life? No, get a new vision today. Put on a new attitude. God is saying, I am all powerful. I can turn any situation around. It doesn't matter what it looks like in the natural. He is a supernatural God. The Amplified Version puts it this way. Is there anything too wonderful for the Lord? Sometimes when we hear stories like these, we think that's just too good to be true. A friend gave you funds to pay off a building project or somebody you didn't even know gave you a swimming pool. Our mind says, no way, that's impossible. But notice what kind of God we serve. He said, is there anything too wonderful for me? He's saying, if you'll take the limits off of me, I'll amaze you with my goodness. I'll not only meet your needs, I'll take it one step further. I'll give you the desires of your heart. One translation says, the secret petitions of your heart. That is those hidden dreams, those secret desires, those promises that you haven't told anybody about. It's just between you and God. Know this today. God wants to bring your secret petitions to pass. Will you get a vision for it? Will you put your faith out there? Sometimes we think, well, I couldn't believe for a swimming pool. That wouldn't be right. Or Joel, God's got bigger things to deal with than me getting this business off the ground or taking this trip overseas to see my relatives. I can't bother God with that. That's not important enough. No, it's just the opposite. God is the one that put the dream in your heart. I know as a parent, I love to do good things for my children. I love to make their day. And I want you to get a revelation of how much your heavenly father is longing to be good to you. He wants to amaze you with his goodness. This is what my mother did. She could have easily let my father talk her out of it. She could have thought of all the reasons why it wasn't going to work and why she probably didn't deserve it. But she simply made a decision to stay in faith. She didn't try to figure it all out. She's had the attitude, Lord, I believe. 
She was saying, God, I know you want to be good to me. When you believe, it sets a series of events into motion. God gave that couple a desire to want to be good to my parents. Here they were in another state, minding their own business. All of a sudden, they feel an impression to come to Houston. They have the idea of all things to give them a swimming pool. Why not just make a donation, give them money, give them stock? No, God wants to give you the desires of your heart. I believe even right now, because you're in faith, because you're saying, Lord, I believe God is arranging things in your favor. He is lining up the right people, the right opportunities. In the coming days, you're going to see supernatural increase, explosive blessings. God's going to give you the desires of your heart. That's just what happened to Sarah. She eventually conceived, even though she was way beyond the childbearing years. She had that son, Isaac. It was far and beyond favor. Now, I love what she said. She said, who would have ever thought I could have a child at such an old age? In other words, she was so amazed. All she could say was, who would believe this would ever happen? That's what God wants to do for every one of us. He wants us to go around saying, who would have ever thought somebody would give me a swimming pool? Or who would have ever thought we would be worshiping here today in the formal compact center? Who would have ever thought a friend would give me the funds to pay off a project and then have some left over? Friends, God wants to give you some of these who would have thought blessings. They're not average blessings. Not I made it through. God took me through another year. No, God's dream is for you to say, who would have thought 2009 would be my best year? It was supposed to be a down year. Who would have thought I'd ever be so well and feel so healthy when the medical report says I'm not even supposed to be here? How about this? Who would have thought God would bless me in such abundance that I can give away more than I used to make? You might as well get ready. God's got some of these who would have thought blessings coming your way. You are headed for supernatural increase, supernatural healing, supernatural restoration. God wants to amaze you with his goodness. Well, you say, Joel, I don't see how that could happen for me. I don't see how I could ever get out of these problems. Don't see how I could ever be well. Here's the key. You don't have to see how. That's not your job. Your job is to believe. God has all kinds of ways to bring your dreams to pass that you've never even thought of. That's why it says in Proverbs, lean not to your own understanding. Sometimes there is no logical solution. Sometimes there's no way out in the natural. If we're constantly trying to figure it out, it's just going to cause us to get frustrated. Eventually we'll get discouraged and just settle where we are. Again, understand, just because we don't see a way doesn't mean that God doesn't have a way. I heard about this little girl. She wanted a kitten so bad. She kept asking her mother week after week for this kitten. But her mother, she didn't want any more pets around the house. And she kept telling her no again and again. But this little girl was so determined, kind of like my mother, month after month, she just kept asking for that kitten. Finally, the mother, basically out of frustration, said, listen, honey, if God gives you a kitten, I'll let you keep it, but we're not going to get one otherwise. Well, that little girl didn't know any better. She went out in the backyard, got down on her knees and said, God, I'm asking you to please give me a kitten. When she got through praying, 
with the mother watching, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a kitten comes flying out of the sky and lands a few feet away. The mother could not believe her eyes. She thought she was seeing things. She went outside. There was no tree overhead. It looked like the kitten had fallen from the heavens. The little girl just picked it up and said, look, mommy, God gave me my kitten. (laughs) The mother was still there dumbfounded in disbelief. Several months later, she learned what happened. Some neighbors that lived behind her and a few houses down were trying to get this little kitten out of a tree but it was too tall for the man to reach with his ladder. So this man tied a rope to the tree and he hooked the rope to his back bumper of the car. And he started slowly pulling forward so the tree would bend over. And just when he got it bent over to where he thought he could get the kitten, the rope slipped and the tree acted like a slingshot. It slung that kitten nearly 200 yards away, three houses down and it fell right at that little girl's feet. That man felt terrible. They thought the kitten was dead. They couldn't find it. He didn't know. He was an answer to prayer. God works in mysterious ways. Now that little girl can say, who would have ever thought God would have rained down a kitten from the heavens? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too wonderful for our God? He knows how to have you at the right place at the right time. Some of you single people, you're believing to get married. Well, you need to get ready for some of these supernatural connections, explosive blessings. God is going to bring the right person into your life. No, they may not drop down out of the sky. If they do, call the police first. But God is going to bring somebody great across your path. First thing that'll come to your mind, oh, that's not going to happen for me. I've been single so long. I'll never meet anybody. Don't dwell on those lies. Remember how you're supposed to respond? Three simple words. Lord, I believe. In other words, God, I know this is my year for supernatural connections. I know you're directing my steps. And God, I believe you can even sling somebody across my path. (laughs) That's what happened to Victoria. I got slung into her jewelry store. At least that's my side of the story. I met a couple at a bookstore not long ago in Manhattan. We were doing a book signing. They came up to the table and said this was their one-year wedding anniversary. And of course, I congratulated them. They were just beaming from ear to ear, so happy. They went on to tell how they had met at my book signing one year earlier in that exact same bookstore. They had never seen each other before. Just so happened they were standing in line next to each other. They visited for an hour or so and they ended up dating and eventually they got married. Listen, good things happen when you come to my book signings. (laughs) I told that man, you owe me a finder's fee. She was a beautiful young lady. But they were back just to say, would you believe we met here a year ago and now we're married? That young man can say like Sarah, who would have ever thought I would go to a bookstore just to get my book signed and I'd come away with a beautiful wife. Boy, the bookstore's gonna be filled up today. (laughs) Friends, God is in control of the whole universe. He is directing your steps, causing you to be at the right place at the right time. He knows what you need and he knows how to get it to you. I read about this salesman 
He was going door to door selling vacuum cleaners. That's what he did for a living. He got to this one house and this young man came to the door. He could tell he wasn't feeling up to par, but he gave him his sales pitch. And finally, the young man said, listen, I don't need a vacuum cleaner. I need a kidney. I'm waiting for a transplant. There were 500 people on the transplant list in front of him. The salesman said, I understand and started on his way. But before he drove off, something down in here said to this salesman, you were sent here for a reason, not to sell a vacuum cleaner, but to give this young man a kidney. He immediately called his wife, called his father. They both agreed. He went back to the door 10 minutes later and said, let's go see your doctor. I want to donate a kidney to you. Wouldn't you know it? They were a perfect match. Several weeks later, they had the transplant. Today, both of the men are as strong and healthy as can be. God knows what you need and he knows how to get it to you. You don't know. God may send a salesman across your path. You don't even know what they're there for, but they'll end up being an answer to prayer. Now this young man can say, who would have ever thought somebody came to sell me a vacuum and ended up giving me a kidney? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? God has you in the palm of his hand. He knows every need. He knows every struggle. He knows every dream, every desire. The good news is God has it all figured out. He's a supernatural God. Most of you saw the news reports about the airplane that landed in the Hudson River there in New York. That wasn't a lucky break. That wasn't just good fortune. That was God's supernatural power. That was God having everything lined up just right. Think about how the captain, Captain Sully, had 40 years of experience. He was trained in the Air Force, the best training in the world. On top of that, he was an expert in gliding. As a hobby, he flew planes with no engines. Nobody would know more about landing a plane with no power than him. And on top of that, think about all the thousands of flights that take off every single day. It just so happened he got the one plane that was going to lose the engines. What am I saying? God was orchestrating it all, having the right people at the right place at the right time. Even when he landed the plane there in the Hudson River, it was just as big a miracle that the plane didn't sink. If he'd have got it a little cockeyed or if they'd opened up the wrong doors, the cabin could have filled up with water. They could have still all drowned. That was just a small glimpse of God's supernatural power. That was God. That was God saying to the world, I'm in complete control. When you trust me, I can turn a river into a runway. I can cause a salesman to knock at your door and give you a kidney. I can cause a friend to call you and pay off a mortgage. I can even rain down a kitten from the skies. Now I'm asking you today to release your faith for a supernatural year. You may have seen victories in your past, but what God wants to do in your future is going to supersede anything you've ever seen before. This is your year for far and beyond favor. This is your year for supernatural opportunities, supernatural connections, You may not see how it can happen, but remember, God has a way. He not only wants to meet your needs, He wants to give you the desires of your heart. It's my prayer that you'll get a revelation of how much your Heavenly Father is longing to be good to you. He even wants to give you the secret dreams of your heart. And if you'll go out each day expecting to have a supernatural year, believing for supernatural favor, 
then you're going to see God show up and show out in amazing ways. Like Sarah, you're going to have some of these who would have thought blessings, some explosive blessings that'll blast you to a whole new level. When you look back, we're going to be able to say 2009 was not an average year, not a mediocre year. It was a supernatural year. Amen. Do you receive that today? I know you do. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.